Welcome to Tech Intersect. I'm your host, Tanya Evans, and my life and work exist at the heart of law, business, and technology. Yeah, I've earned a few fancy titles and degrees over the years, but the bottom line is I'm a writer, speaker, teacher, and lifelong learner. And I'm really excited that you've joined me on this journey. So what is Tech Intersect? Well, it's authentic, empowering conversations with really interesting guests who demystify complex topics to prepare you for the future, because your future is now. And it exists where law, business, and tech intersect. Get ready to listen, learn, and leverage. Let's get started. In this episode of Tech Intersect, I have a wonderfully rich and engaging conversation with Kylie Carr. She's the CEO of the Asbury Group and advises executive and executive-bound women on their image, presence, and brand. Her podcast, Beyond the Business Suit, provides insider tips of the trade for successful women in business and beyond, and she's also the director of the Emerge Academy. I'm excited about this episode. I hope you are too. Time to listen, learn, and leverage. Let's get started. Today, I welcome Kylie Carr, CEO of the Asbury Group, LLC, and also host of the podcast Beyond the Boardroom. And she's also the director of the Emerge Academy, which is a leadership development program for women of color in tech. I invited Kylie onto the show to talk about empowering women in particular and to prepare for the executive track and what that actually looks like in this fast-moving, tech-driven world and how to hone and to own your image, presence, and brand. So Kylie, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. First of all, I just want to know that I can hear you smiling. <laughs> I, I know am. That you are smiling as you're speaking. And so that makes me smile too, because I really love these conversations, but your energy, you know, your energy exudes positivity. And so I already feel warm and fuzzy today and we've not even started yet. Wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. But yes, I am smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, I want my listeners to smile too. So would you share with them your own path to the executive track and, and your background in technology and what your origin story is that led you to this moment in time? Sure. So I started my career back in, well, I won't say when, but I started, <laughs> I will say I started my career actually in human resources. So oh. my, uh, my mom was in human resources. My dad at the time uh, was in management consulting. Consulting, and I started my career in human resources and then went into management consulting, not to follow my parents, but I guess it's in the genes. So, um, but, you know, while I was in, in management consulting, even though I was on the human side of the business, but worked a lot in technology, realized that I needed to take a, take a shift and, and bring in some more creativity into my work and decided to get an MBA and make a shift into marketing. So went into marketing, led uh, product teams and digital marketing teams, both on the media and entertainment side, as well as on the tech side with advertising technology, and then went out on my own. 
So Mm. part of my origin story includes life changes that impacted career changes. And um, sometimes when those things happen in our lives that are, that seem to be pretty traumatic, they have significant impacts and there can be silver linings. So I'll take you to 2013 when I was working, uh, leading a marketing department for a technology company, was uh, planning my wedding I was also not happy at my job, honestly, because Mm. of what was happening in my life. My mom, unfortunately, was battling stage four esophageal cancer. And Mm. that's where my energy was between that and planning my wedding and all of these life changes were happening. And I remember not wanting to go to work on a Monday, (laughs) Sunday night. Mm. I don't know if any of your listeners have been there, but like on Sunday night, when you're like, (laughs) oh my gosh, I really don't want to work, going to work tomorrow morning. And I had a conversation with my boss and to say, you know, maybe I need to take a step back. And at the same time, my we had a new CEO. That CEO wanted to move my department and a few others to our headquarters, which was in a different city. And needless mm. to say, um, I decided to leave that, that organization. My last day there was on a Friday. On Monday, my mom passed away. And oh. Wednesday, my husband left his job. By that time, we were married, and he was already planning on going out on his own at the time. And needless to say, at that moment, I realized, whoo, number one, the fragility of life. Number two, I can get another six-figure job doing great and climbing that corporate ladder, but I knew everything in my soul was telling me that, no, this next phase of my career was to give back to women and to help women to identify what they needed to know to advance in their careers. And a lot of those things are not talked about in in performance reviews. They're not talked about in the classroom. So I started my, my practice from there. And now I work with a lot of executive and executive bound women on their image, their presence, their personal brand, and really helping them to become their best selves and their most authentic selves at work. Right. It's, that's such a, oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I have a million things to ask. I will try to contain my enthusiasm. So <laughs> the listeners Don't contain it. <laughs> Unleash right, it, that's Tanya. That's the problem. Right? <laughs> Be your authentic self. Yes. <laughs> This is such a powerful conversation because I feel like, and so I'm the first African-American associate dean of my law school. I work in New Hampshire. Um, There are not a lot of black and brown people and certainly not in positions of power. The only person of color on the faculty and there are no staff of color at all. And we do have female-led leadership positions in many areas, and so that's important. But I wonder what's, sometimes even when you have a number of women around you, we don't often have the support structures internally. And I'm wondering if it's something, it may be many things. One, we're not asking for what we need. We don't know what we need. We bought a, a load of goods that don't serve us well in the workplace about the division of the personal and professional life. Where are some of the areas that you think are keys that are are missing and what you're working on to help empower women to change? Well, first thing is a lot of us don't know. 
We don't right. know. We've been told work hard. You'll you'll just work hard, heads down, and things will happen. And that is just not the case. There's a man by the name of Harvey Coleman who wrote a book called um, Empowering Yourself, and he talks about the pie method, which is performance, image, and exposure. And that mm. most of us think that it's all about performance. In actuality, only 10% of promotions or, or the only 10% of what it takes to get you to the next level is based upon performance. 90% mm. is based upon your image, how you show up, as well as your exposure. Who knows you? Who, 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 right. who has power and influence knows your capabilities and is behind you? So a lot of it has to do with that sponsorship. A lot of it has to do with taking care of ourselves. Right. Off, I mean, what another statistic um, or at least some, some research that Catalyst did was around what is called the emotional attack that a lot, I mean, many of us who work in, in environments with people who are not like us, we experience what they call an emotional tax. And people of color, mm. and especially women of color, and most significantly Black women, right. experience this emotional tax of dealing with microaggressions and discrimination and feeling othered that impacts our well-being, it impacts our ability to thrive, and next thing you know, we're trying to survive. We're trying to right. make it through. And we're not able to thrive because wearing masks at work and mm-hmm. and we're wearing capes at home and at work. And that's just so emotionally mm-hmm. taxing. So that's a lot of what I talk to women about. Yeah, that's uh, it's critical also. And I can only think of my own experience where I very much enjoy my job. I enjoy the people I work, you know, with whom I work. Um, the the pressures of it are significant, but there are also areas where there have been moments where I'm, I'm an overachiever or a high achiever. I will not say overachievement. I'm a high achiever. I work hard and, you know, I understand intellectually this idea of meritocracy, but I also know it doesn't work that way as you mentioned, and not just who you know, but as you said, who knows you and positioning yourself there, but also energetically the toll that it takes to constantly do that, truly 24 hours a day. Because even when we think we're sleeping, we're still working on the issues that were unresolved when we closed our eyes. And so it's it's finding a way to, I I, I certainly don't use the word balance, but I'm focusing more on mindfulness. Mm -hmm. How am I feeling? Where am I carrying my tension? All of those things that we're not taught and that we don't know the physical impact that causes us not to be as excellent as we want to be. And and when the cape gets (laughs) tussled and dirtied and, and when you just don't even know why you can't go on anymore, you just know one day it's like, I don't know if I can go back there. And it's not because you're not great. And it's not because you don't actually love what you're doing, but the, the emotional tax is a really great phrase and way to identify what's really going on. How many people actually know that that's what's happening? Exactly. And honestly, one of the reasons why I started getting more into the, the emotional piece, pieces of the equation and the, um, and so grounded in mindfulness practices and resiliency practices was because 
when I first went out on my own, I was doing a lot of image consulting. I was doing a lot of Mm -hmm. personal branding consulting and executive presence work with clients. And I realized that I can help somebody look the part. I can even help them with their leadership skills. But if they don't Mm -hmm. have the right foundation, there's only so far I can take them. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can imagine it's well received, but people don't, you know, when you highlight what is needed, I hope that people will listen to the call and really take advantage of that information because it is a critical part of the path um, and protecting yourself and making sure that you're ready for the next level. I talked uh, quite a bit about that with Minda Hart on episode one. That was fantastic. (laughs) Yes. Securing all the seats and all the bags. Yes. (laughs) I will drop that link to episode one in the show notes as well. And I hope that at some point down the road, we can figure out a way to do it. I do ask me anything with my Advantage Evans members and um, in, in a, the months to come, maybe we'll figure out a time that we can all get together and do something like oh, that be because you're right. If we focus only on the outside and the image, the presence and the brand is, is certainly important. But what I hear you say is if, if you have all that together and your internal workings is, are, are a mess, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. Absolutely. Have all the lipstick and Prada and everything else in the way your diction and the perfect King's English mm-hmm. and the way you move through the world, but without uh, having balance and presence of mind. And when I say balance is not work life, it's literally the stasis. Exactly. Centeredness. <laughs> uh, the centeredness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So when you, do you find that there's a difference between when you began your own executive path and what you see now, particularly um, in the way that technology is impacting the executive path for women, both in terms of opportunities, but also in terms of representation. What have you seen are the the, the changes and how technology is impacting those areas? Well, number one, um, when it comes to even networks and exposure and the tools that we have from a technology perspective that that has just grown exponentially since I was exec- an executive in corporate myself in terms mm-hmm. of the actual field so one of the the programs that I run through an organization called the IT senior management forum is called the Emerge Academy and I shepherd and guide uh, a cohort a, on a year long journey and we're on our third cohort now, and there are, base, there are women of color in technology. So even though I'm not, you know, in the the technology field anymore, I'm seeing right. from them what they are experiencing, and what I'm finding is that they are still. I mean, we're we're in 2020 now, and they're still amongst the only ones, if not a very select few of women and or per people of color in their organizations in technology. So we're still finding that we don't have the pipeline of of people of color, of women, of women of color in these technical fields in order for there mm-hmm. to be senior executives who are CIOs, CTOs, CISOs, who are filling these jobs. So I think there's a real need to go into the earlier years as much as possible. And in fact, they even started a program for uh, a mentorship program for women of color in STEM fields, um, Mm -hmm. um, in STEM majors and colleges to keep them there because they're not even staying in their majors because they don't see people who look like them. They don't have the support. Support. So they're coming out of the, the pipeline before they can even get to manager level, much less a senior executive. 
You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step -step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step -step guide to starting your podcast today. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Tech Intersect. Our conversation will continue in a moment, but first, a word on an exciting opportunity. The Tech Intersect podcast is released to the public every Friday. But as an Advantage Evans member, you'll receive first listen access and live Tech Intersect Connect video chats. Premium members also receive a copy of my ebook, The Gen Xer's Guide to Upskilling in a Web 3.0 World, and unlimited access to the video chat replays and bonus episodes. My pro members, ready to leverage what they've listened to and learned, receive access to the Upskilling Self-Guided Course and VIP group coaching calls. So as you can see, Advantage Evans membership adds substantial value to your podcast experience. And there are three ways to take advantage. <laughs> see what I did right there? Of all that the Tech Intersect podcast has to offer. So subscribe now and let's listen, learn, and leverage together. And now, back to the conversation. So that speaks to some of the unique challenges of those on a pure executive path as well. Because mm -hmm. I was thinking, because you have uh, dedicated your focus on the executive side, but without the cultivation, and it's not for, I don't know, I kind of go back and forth on this. So help me out a little. On one hand, there is a pipeline problem. On the other hand, I know dozens and hundreds of women like me so in that respect, there is none. But if you don't have the relationships of people helping to shepherd you from middle management, let's assume that that we have more and more women in STEM in earlier years. I hope that is the case now. Mm -hmm. I know that your program and a lot of programs are trying to make sure that there's a good start. Good friend Kim Bryant with Black Girls Code, for example, right. is really changing the face in that way. Um, and I can think of some others, but there's a, a, a precipitous decline as you get to middle management and then, as you mentioned, to the executive space. So what what's the key difference or one of the key differences between how you might work with someone truly on the executive track versus someone who may learn to code and and work as an entrepreneur or, or at a, a quote unquote lower level, different level uh, and not focused on the executive path? What, what's the difference there for those women who go on? Honestly, the, there's not a huge difference in terms of the approach because mm -hmm. I start everything from understanding, gaining an understanding of who they are at their core, really truly understanding what are what is their, what I call personal power. And your personal power mm -hmm. is a combination of your, your God-given gifts and talents, your skills, those things. Uh, still skills and education and experience you've gained over time, the experiences that have shaped who you are, as well as what things you are passionate about, what people come to you for, what gives you energy and passion, and also what you feel purpose to do. So all of those things, right. getting a sense of who they are based upon all of those factors, in addition to helping them understand how other people see them. 
So what do people thank them for? What do people come to them for? Um, Even having them ask people who know them. So I usually ask my clients, regardless of their level of or where they are in their careers, ask 10 people who know you to describe you using three adjectives and see what comes Mm. back. So those two things, those two steps, in addition to helping them, um, helping me understand from them what their goals and aspirations are, helps me to shape how, you know, what the what is on what we'll work on to mm-hmm. help them get to those goals based upon who they are. Absolutely. And that uh, probably leads you to create things like the retreats and the events that you're working on uh, as well. I'll get to that in one second, because I do want to talk about your second Beyond the Business Suit retreat. But I meant to ask you about your podcast as well, Mm -hmm. because as obviously I'm in the podcast world right now, and it's been a fantastic way to reach more people because there are only a certain number of of messages that I can receive when they ask, can I just talk to you for five minutes? And I would do that for all 24 hours of the right. day. <laughs> like, How about I just talk to everybody this way yes. and then we'll figure it out later. So talk to me about your podcast, how you even started podcasting and, and uh, what the POV is uh, of your podcast. Sure. Beyond the Business Suit started in 2014. So we are, we just celebrated five years a few, a few months ago. Congratulations. Thank you. That is a major accomplishment Ooh. because this is no joke, oh my people. Goodness. I want you to understand. Understand. And I know <laughs> so it's, that's amazing. When people ask me today, you know, how do I get started? I, I'm thinking there are probably so many more tools today than back then. I mean, when mm, I absolutely. started in 2013, probably 2013, early 2014, even exploring, whew, it was it was a, um, a feat. But I started it because number one, I was a big podcast listener, even back then. And it feels like the me early too. days. Yeah. And, and I knew that I was always drawn to leveraging new media platforms. And it felt like new media. It was also something that I could learn versus if I focused on video instead of audio, then the learning curve would have been just a higher, longer learning curve. So I wanted to do that. And I also felt like it was a way for me to build and engage an audience and share what I was learning. And if you go to my early episodes versus today, I mean, I was talking (laughs) about different things. I was a different person. (laughs) So it's been great to, to evolve with the podcast. And essentially we are, are looking at ways to help women in business thrive at work and beyond. So we yes. really want to help women, whether you're an executive or a an entrepreneur. And even though I say women, we have men too who listen. <laughs> um, and we have listeners in over 100 countries to, to help them mm. thrive at work and beyond. So we really feel like anything you want to do um, in terms of elevating your yourself and your career is an inside out job. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, I want everyone to tune in both to the new and to the uh, the not so new. And I know that this is a process of evolution. So as a recovering perfectionist, I had to give that up and say, let's just get started. Yes. Let's have these conversations and find the way. That leads me to uh, some exciting news that you have to share with the listeners about the second Beyond the Business Suit retreat. Yes. And so share what the retreat is about, who it's for, 
what the attendees can expect. Sure. The Beyond the Business Suit Retreat was something that I felt called to do um, about two years ago, probably longer than that. Uh, and I sat, sat on it for a while, but I felt like there mm-hmm. was a need to create an experience. I saw what was happening with the um, leadership programs that I was running where these women were saying, I'm not only walking away becoming a better leader, I'm becoming a better woman. And Mm. understanding what it takes to find, to create an environment that will be a catalyst to not only um, growth and expansion, but true transformation. So we go to so many conferences, whether it's business conferences or women's conferences, where you leave like, oh, that was good. Or I got some information. I have some notes in my journal or I I feel inspired, but Mm. you leave and that's it. Right. And I wanted to create an experience where women felt restored, renewed, and that they were were different women when they left. So we focused, um, we, we launched our first one last year in 2019, and it's specifically focused on women of color because of what I talked about with the emotional attacks. I knew that anyone could be impacted positively from this experience, but I particularly wanted to focus on women of color who were seeing the most, who needed needed it the most. And we take women on a journey. Um, We we help them to pause and give themselves permission to take a breather. Mm. We help them to restore their energy because I believe that in order to have true professional and uh, leadership development, you must first be mindful and get a get centered, but also elevate your energy so that you're in a peak state to retain what's been given to you. So right. we always follow a journey of first let's 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 take a breather, let's you know take a breath and exhale, um, then also get some immersive experiences. Mm-hmm. So we have group coach, small group coaching sessions with some phenomenal coaches mm. to help go deep like this. This is not a, let me just check in, check out experience. (laughs) This is not a, well, you know, I'll go to some of those sessions or I might take a few notes. No, there are tears. There, there is true community and sisterhood. There is true transformation and the impact that these women have experienced from even the first one mm-hmm. has been tremendous. We had someone raise over a million dollars in a VC fund. Yeah. We had someone start a VC fund. We've had babies. We've had marriages. We've had promotions, new jobs, new ventures. So many great uh, accomplishments have been made because of their investment in themselves. So right. we're having the second Beyond the Business Suit retreat from April 17th through 19th, 2020 in Scottsdale, Arizona, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a, an amazing transformational experience. I I so want to grab my phone and look at my calendar right now, but I'm (laughs) remaining present, but I anticipate that I don't know what's going to keep me from being there in April, uh, because I know all too well how important it is to take those moments. And I was thinking about at the end of the year, doing like uh, personal time, sick time. And, you know, there are all these months that wouldn't buy without any of it. And I know that, you know, I wasn't feeling well some days. I know that I wanted to take personal time to take care of fluffing up my nest and just being still, but all of the other things that needed to get done, particularly wanting to do an excellent job, which I'm always inclined to do and will do anyway. But 
in order to do that over the long period, you have to take this time. And what I'm learning now, even more when we think about this, um, you know, Web 3.0 and, and technology and how we are have opportunities through technology to connect, but often feel as, more disconnected than ever. And I wonder that additional tax on top of the the emotional tax that we already know about, how it is impacted by technology. Do you have any thoughts about, I think, social media and all of that? What are your thoughts about that? Yeah. So, I mean, there's this false sense of, oh, I'm so I'm so connected to everybody because, you know, everyone I went to high school with, I can see them on Facebook or I, you know, I'm still connected to people that I've met years ago on Instagram or on LinkedIn. And we get this false sense that we are connected, but we're seeing the highlight reels of everyone. And what's happening is that it's causing people to feel like they are not enough, Mm. that they, we get in, in, to the, what I call the shoulds, like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that because such and such just posted that they, they're doing this or, right. you know, so I, I feel like it's giving us a false sense of connection and having those in-person rich experiences is so it, it makes those times when we are connecting one-on-one with someone or in a small group that much more valuable. And it's really difficult for us to be our complete and authentic selves um, on social media. If that's Mm -hmm. the way that your community, even through texting, we can't express emotions, like emojis only help us so much when it comes to (laughs) expressing. We cannot hear the tone in somebody's voice and there's so much misinterpretation that takes place because of technology. Or see their face. Yeah. Or even when you do see the face, quite frankly, to your point. To even touch them, to to see like, okay, I I can feel your energy in this room. So I think what we're going to see more of, and don't get me wrong, I love technology. I am, I am there. I, I don't know what I would do without my phone. (laughs) At the same time, I think we're going to see a desire for more real authentic connections and in live in-person connections moving forward. Well, I um, desire more real and person connections with you. I suspect that my listeners, absolutely. I'm so glad that we were able to do this. You're a cousin of a cousin. So you're already, we're already halfway there. We are literally family (laughs) uh, and family in more ways than one, because we are definitely on this journey together. I'm so glad that we found our way to each other. Um, I also know that there are no accidents and that this is the right time and this is the right moment. So I absolutely look forward to continuing the conversation I'm excited for my listeners who have had the opportunity to learn about this. Uh, I want them to continue to know more about the Emerge Academy, certainly about Asbury Group and the Beyond the Business Suit Retreat. So tell the listeners how they can connect with you and your work. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you, Tanya. I'm so thrilled. I agree. There, I always say there are no such things as coincidences. This is a divine timing yes. and I'm excited and I'm just thankful to be connected with you at this moment. And in terms of getting um, connected with your listeners, you can find me on on all the socials at mm-hmm. Kylie Carr. And I have a lot of vowels in my name, so I will, <laughs> I will spell it. It's K-A-I-L-E-I-C-A-R-R. You can also follow our work at the Asbury Group at Asbury Group um, on social media or at groupasbury.com. You can find us 
wherever you find your uh, or listen to your podcast, the Beyond the Business Suit podcast, just look for that or beyondthebusinesssuit.com for all of our archives of the podcast. And if you're interested in going to the Beyond the Business Suit retreat, we'd love to have you. You can find that at beyondthebusinesssuit.com slash retreat. And for listeners of this podcast, I would love to extend a $200 discount, which is an extension of our early bird pricing until March 10th. And that that can be done by going to, you can find that on beyondthebusinesssuit.com slash retreat and by using the discount code TECH2020. Perfection. Perfection. Does that include hosts as well? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Outstanding. (laughs) I will include all of this information in the show notes, both for uh, all listeners and then take a deeper dive for Advantage Evans members to also include some additional links and resources to help you along your path on the uh, executive track. Remembering that we are not just focusing on the outside, but also certainly on the inside, because there is no dividing line between the inside you and the outside you. It's all you. (laughs) And no matter where you go, there you are. So let's take care of ourselves personally and professionally. Let's keep connecting authentically online and more importantly, offline. Uh, It's so old. It's new again. Let's reconnect. (laughs) Kylie Carr, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. The future of work includes the future of leadership in a Web 3.0 world. And the executive path to the C-suite is, like every area of business, being disrupted by technology, both in terms of increased opportunities for diverse voices, but also representation at the C-suite table. But you have to be in a constant state of evolution in order to ensure preparation will meet opportunity in this new economy. Kylie reminds us about the importance of developing leadership skills, especially the importance of using one's existing expertise to participate in the new economy that is data, innovation, and technology-driven. And she also reminds us that self-care, especially for women and people of color, it isn't a luxury. Self-care is essential, and that's why her Beyond the Business Suit retreat is so popular and so well-received and so restorative. So visit beyondthebusinesssuit.com slash retreat for more information and tell her I sent you. Okay, that's it for now. Until next time, continue to shine. Stay in touch with host Tanya Evans via your favorite social media on Twitter at at Tech Intersect and on Instagram via the handle Tech Intersect. This podcast has been produced by Stephanie Renee for Soul Sanctuary Incorporated.